Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Adam Oldfield, the host of uh, Tech Talk, joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Adam, how are you doing today? You know what? I'm doing well, but like many millions of people right now, Bill, I'm frustrated. I, I, I signed up for my Disney Plus, and it's, it's crashed the servers. <laughs> You're one of those guys. I'm that guy. You're the I'm guy that guy. did it. Okay. I, I signed up at 8.30 this morning because, you know, you and I, we spo- we, we've talked oh, you about been, Yeah, we've been talking about this for months. <laughs> so today's the official day. I signed up. I bought the year's worth. It was a, and if anyone wants to know, it's $89 with a 16% discount. That's, that's annual. That's annual, yeah, or eight ninety nine a month when you know the price of Netflix when it first came out. So, but nothing works. You, I signed <laughs> up. They took my money, but all I could do is just look at that beautiful Disney logo and look at all of the options available. But I can't set up a profile. You can't stream anything. So I don't know what today's really. And I'm not the only one. Apparently, this is a big outcry to Disney right now. Going, what, what? Like you're Disney. You you own like Marvel, the superhero world, the Avengers. We're big. The Save the world because of this, but you can't get your streaming online. This uh, you you must feel like the guy who's outside the chocolate shop and looking at all the stuff, and and, and it's locked. You can't get in. <laughs> but I gave him the, my, my money already, Bill. That's the thing. You're right. I'm looking <laughs> through the glass, going. I paid for that chocolate, but uh, why? What's going on? I have to speak to him through the little mailbox slot. So uh, Disney's launched today, obviously with tons of fanfare, uh, a lot of exposure in regards to the benefits, and there's a couple other things you I realize, and this is great because I can speak firsthand, number one, um, it doesn't work on older Android Android devices. So, you know, you and I have talked many times about those Android boxes, yeah. you know, that are highly illegal. Well, guess what? If you don't get the latest, you're not going to be able to watch Disney on it. So that's for sure. So t- let's, well, there's some of the things I want to get into here. Let's talk about the menu and the product here. Uh, as I was mentioning just before you jumped in here, um, these guys own just about every facet of, of media these days. I mean, and when you think of the Disney product and their catalog these days, uh, you just touched on it. I mean, they have bought the rights to just about anything that anybody's ever paid to see at a movie theater. Right, and that was their strategic plan. I mean, I, one of the things I admire about Disney is that it's an entertainment uh, uh, sequence, and we've seen that in regards to Florida. We've seen it with their with their cartoons, their animations for years. They've always been about um, creating a family fun experience. But uh, in the last five years, someone in the boardroom got real smart, and this was a strategic plan getting getting the idea around. Let's get the uh, uh, let's get the the whole Fox. Let's get the Marvel. Let's get the Lucas art. And we're going to now own this in, an, in, in what people have developed that that Stan Lee vision from the comics. And as we saw with George, uh, George Lucas creating the Star Wars universe. Now, uh, this is just the uh, I would say the, the the icing at the tip. And Disney's done a very, very good job strategically now incorporating all of these elements that they can create into a, a live experience. As we heard, the Star Wars world is now live and you can get in the Millennium Falcon. Um, Everyone can experience Star Wars firsthand. Now they're taking this to a level that I believe, and, and this is really a debatable situation where they're claiming Disney's going to be the Netflix killer, and that's not going to be the case. I want to make that clear right now, Bill. Disney will not be putting Netflix out of business. Well, let's talk about that comparison. And, and, and obviously, there's a right off the bat, there's a difference of price. You just talked about the deal uh, for uh, for Disney Plus at eight ninety nine. Uh, Netflix, of course, just jacked their fees up. It's, it's nine ninety nine, which is not significantly 
anymore, but still more, uh, especially when you consider that Apple Plus is, is what, five ninety nine? dollars Yeah, it works out to about $7 Canadian. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so so this, is, are we looking at a price war here, or are these guys just very comfortably competitive? Well, uh, first of all, let's go over the elements of what Disney's doing, and they are unique in their own way. Okay. First of all, Disney, as we know, has their own uh, catalog and, and unique programming other than, the, you know, the Mandalorian, which is the only reason I bought it in the first place. But one feature they're going to be doing different at Disney is where you and I have talked about is binge-watching. Well, that's not going to be happening with Disney. They're going to be running it very much like a TV network. You're going to be able to watch weekly every show come out. They're not going to launch all 15 episodes and say, hey, have at it, enjoy your your weekend lost in our programming. It's going to be launched every week. That's how they're going to be doing it in their series. That's number one. Number two, looking at Apple, and I want to compare them to the Netflix, Apple has got a really big issue. Number one, they have uh, very, very little programming. They've got the morning show. They have, uh, I think it's less than truly 15 unique programs that are going to be on there. But you're right, it's $7.00. And, I bet you didn't know this, anyone with an Android can't use Apple Plus TV. So even if you want to put it on your tablet, you want to, you have an Android phone, you have a Google, an LG, whatever, guess what? Apple Plus isn't going to work. You're going to need to buy an Apple. But they'll, let you, they'll give it to you for free if you buy, a product, if you buy one of the units. Well, that was their whole model. Exactly. You're going to get it for free because it won't work on anything else. So so it makes sense. Now, the other thing, Apple's giving you uh, up to six users. Disney's only giving you four. And Netflix, as we know, uh, gives you uh, two. If you want to upgrade, you can include more. Now, Netflix charges for the 4K. Apple and Disney give you that 4K resolution right off the bat. So there is a big comparison between the the three. and, And again, let's be very clear before the end of 2020 i know disney plus will not be nine dollars anymore it's probably going to be in the netflix range or more within the next year or two all right i want to talk about users because we we got into this debate over the weekend uh in anticipation of this happening uh Netflix, for instance, I mean, you, you you know, you get six people in your family, you can have six people logging on and using your Netflix account. Uh, there's talk about limiting that right now. What are these guys doing? What's Disney doing about that? Well, right now with Disney, I think what they're trying to do is get numbers. They need numbers up, not profits. I mean, well, they're already a billion-dollar profit uh, operation, right? So in that, I think what we're going to see is Disney's going to be offering that four levels. But you got to – like, they're getting smart. You need to approve it. The user has to give co- confirmation of it. The old days of going to your dorm or your high school and saying, here, use my login and password, those days are going to be over. Disney's also got the same way that the original owner – so in my case, I signed in uh you know michelle's gonna have to probably get my permission to to get access and it's going to be annoying as well because i'll also see where every profile is in it so from a user perspective again talking about how many can access the account disney's limiting it to four and i believe they're going to go to the netflix model which will be only two and then for every one you're going to have to pay like two dollars and 99 cents or three dollars per user moving up and that has to be the way i think part of it is you know buying 
buying one and splitting a, amongst uh, everyone in the booth, like you and I say, hey, let's buy Disney. Um, I'll give you four dollars. You give me. You put in four bucks. We can make this Disney Channel work. Um, those aren't going to be uh, uh, viable. What these companies are doing is they're really trying to say most people have more than two units. So uh, you may have a phone, you may have a tablet, you may have a smart TV. That's why you get four users. Those four users are primarily going to need to sign in with the same account. So that's going to be a real driving force when we talk about the streaming moving forward. Um, and anyone moving up, it's not going to be the same price, but you'll get it at a discount under that same uh, username. And, and just the takeaway there, too, is for people that are just currently with Netflix, uh, that's, that's coming. They are going to start restricting usage. That's coming right away, yeah. In fact, uh, the terms and conditions were updated as of Tuesday, uh, uh, sorry, as of Thursday last week. Um, and so you might have noticed if you're using Netflix that it wasn't working or it was hanging. Um, you needed to sign out and sign back in again. Those terms and conditions are already in effect. So it's not coming. It's here. So that's if you're having troubles with Netflix, that's the reason why. That's what happened. Okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I experienced that just a couple of days ago. That's correct, yeah. So the terms in just updated. I mean, Netflix made an announcement. They said, this is what you need to know. If you've been paying, this is how it's going to work. But, yeah, if you were watching, and I know a lot of people were, about a few days ago, it was hanging at about 20% in the middle of trying to load. You had to sign out, and then it will force you to agree to their terms and conditions again. Uh, what about original programming? I, I mean, we, you know, you've talked about the catalog here with Disney, and I mean, there's so many great movies uh, over the years and TV shows that they're going to be jumping in here. <clears throat> Back in the early days of Netflix, of course, when they, uh, they, they were doing great guns and they all of a sudden come out with the announcement we're going to put new product together and people yeah are you kidding <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That, what, a, what a stupid idea you're going to slop and, and look what they're doing now i mean nine seemingly almost 90 percent it seems of, of the content right now are original netflix things it's just taken off in, in a big big way for them what's what's disney's plan well, I think, to be clear, yes, you're right. Netflix uh, pioneered the original programming in the streaming world, and Kevin Spacey, as we know, unfortunately, his situation was one of the ones that supported that. Um, you know, and, and I think what we can see is that Netflix uh, identified, and good for them, I mean, they're losing millions of dollars, but they've identified as a leader in the market that original programming is required to keep people locked into their streaming. And so looking at Disney, knowing that they have a ton of of wealth of product to be able to choose from, from animations and movies like we described, um, they're going to be under the gun. And I think that's going, uh, Disney is going to accumulate millions of users, if not shared users from Netflix, for sure. Um, they're going to need to figure out their server problems to begin with. Second, I think Disney is going to need to really be challenged because they faltered at the, at the movie box office and they've taken some big, big movies and they've ruined them. And they, you know, and let's be clear, Disney's phenomenal. They, Everything they touch does not always turn to gold. And so looking at that, I think they've got a big challenge on their hand is how are they going to be able to compete with that original programming, that challenge to create that content that people can really relate to. I look at The Mandalorian, which is a, a series on that Disney Plus that is going to question how well they can be able to utilize A, their technology, uh, their, their writing skills, the directing skills. Disney has the tools. Not gonna, I'm not going to argue that. What Disney has has to prove to themselves is they bought a lot of companies that created content. They did not generate it themselves. 
So I look at Disney and say, well done. You've acquired a lot of very talented uh, storylines. Now, how are you going to leverage that? Because Netflix did a, a horrible job in their original content with the DC universe, with the uh, Daredevil, um, the Defenders, um, all of that. They really, really fell, they, they let it go. They, they, their writers somehow did not prepare it properly. And Netflix was, very, I would say, penalized from those big movie TV fans. So Disney has a lot of uh, has a lot of work ahead of it, even though it's got a lot of foundation to build on. I read a piece the other day about uh, Disney and the work that they're prepping, I guess, for this. And and if you're a fan of the Disney animated movies, and some of these go back to the 1940s, of course. Uh, and and you're looking for a couple of them. They've actually had to do some edits on them. As a matter of fact, one of them, uh, Song of the South, is not even going to be available uh, because it reflected well some negative racial overtones that I guess were predominant back in those days. Uh, there's a scene from the Dumbo movie, the same idea. They've actually they just took that scene out. Dumbo will be there if you want to sh- have your kids have a look at some of this stuff. But they've they've had to basically, I guess, go through the whole catalog right now and say, is that correct? Is that okay? Is that going to be all right? Is it going to pass the mustard? And, and they've had to do a little bit of re-editing with some of these things. Well, I would I would term it as they've they've had to don cherry every one of those programs <laughs> okay. because it, it is definitely from anything 1960s and younger. They they obviously wrote and comp- compared those programming at the time, and especially today when we know Disney is trying to be that family environment and try to create that, uh, they need to be politically correct. And you're right. I mean, at this point, launching this back then was accepted. It wasn't necessarily right, but there's going to be some alterations to that and I, I again if i believe disney is going to be able to correct it they're pretty good at making sure they cross their t's and dot their i's um but again using that as a, as a foundation of where and what they're going to be looking at the rumor is that disney is going to be putting a lot more effort into their children programming so where we had the disney sh- uh, tv station where we saw all of these boy bands and britney spears and everything come up we're going to see a real real increase with that why because they want to attract the younger user disney launching right now is is strategically done in a way to say, hey, we're a player with the rest, but they're going to be focusing on that younger audience and putting a lot of effort toward it. So we'll be watching a lot of the Mouseteers. We're going to be seeing a lot of the musical uh, talent of younger uh, uh, tween ages, and Disney wants that the same way Facebook wants that younger audience because they'll stick around longer and continue to subscribe. All right, you got your streaming services here. You got your Netflix, you got your Amazon Prime, uh, you got uh, CBC, of course, has theirs now. It's called Gem. Uh, CBS All Access, uh, and, and of course, Disney Plus. And, and by the way, ABC is included in that package since Disney owns uh, the ABC network. But you mentioned a while ago that NBC was going to jump into this, too. When's that going up? Well, NBC is trying to get in there as much as they can. A rumor is they're trying to get in by the beginning of next year, meaning January. Okay. However, uh, they're, hit, they're hitting a few hiccups, and, and the hiccups were hitting. And it, it's hard to believe, with all of the world of access of programming, they don't have enough programming. Everyone's looking for content. It's like we all want the product out there, but there's not enough inventory to be able to produce. So licensing is really, really a big issue. And again, where Netflix had the rights to Marvels, to DC and everything else, and they've lost those rights, and now you've got a little crossover with Disney, um, we're, we're going to be seeing that with the NBC uh, network and ABC and HBO, for that matter. 
all of them are going to be struggling to make sure the content is available for obviously the watching audience. So we're in a, again, going back to the original content side, where do we, who's writing the best programs? If you're a writer today, if you're an independent producer, this is a gold mine. If you've got a great story to prepare, uh, because they're going to be diving into the libraries. I can tell you that looking for anything with a novel more than three books long to create some sort of a story, as we saw uh, with the Umbrella Academy, um, that was only written within the last seven years, and it's only got four seasons or three seasons to it. They're starving for what can they do to make it enhanced. So that's going to be the biggest challenge. So we're talking with the NBC probably early next year, and when they come out with it, they're going to need to also enhance it with their own programming. Yeah, like we were in the moment, My Mother the Car. I mean, we can hardly wait for that sort of stuff. That's That's got to bode well, though. I mean, you know, we've just talked on the show about the, the, this film studio they're going to build down in the north end, uh, down by the waterfront there. Uh, boy, if they're looking for product, this is we're going to see an awful lot more movie sets, I think, popping up around here. You're going to see tons of movie sets coming in. I think this is really the, the age of enter- entertainment is going to leap in, in massive uh, growth uh, potential, particularly because, you know, we, we've seen it with even little things of where everyone can be their own producer to a degree. I mean, our phones and, and smartphones are obviously capable. TikTok being one of those elements that we saw is making everyone that 30 seconds of fame. Um, Hamilton particularly, I believe, is going to continue to grow. And that's a great market for us locally. Uh, with regards to the development of economic development and further, uh, the only challenge is with uh, the uh, LRT uh, construction. I don't know about you, but I've had to be diverted many times to try and get to my office downtown because they're filming. So they were filming two movies. I think I had to take the mountain to get down to my to my office, and I'm only two minutes away. So, I, I mean, aside from the traffic, there's something exciting about when you watch a program on one of these shows like, again, the Umbrella Academy. I really enjoyed it because they filmed uh, 80% of it in Hamilton. So it's going to be great, except it's also going to be a bit of a nightmare trying to get around all of the film productions going on. It is. Adam Oldfield. We'll see you uh, back here Friday, I guess, for Tech Talk. That's right. Thanks, Bill. Thanks so much. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.